Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Delera, and we're joined by, as always, because he's not sleeping, producer Corey, and we have a special guest waiting in the wings. But first, we got to hit you with these NBA best bets. Uh, we're going to be looking at two bets. Because of the All-Star break, We got it's a little bit wonky here, but just to recap, we're 12 and 6 on the year. That's plus 5.89 units uh, on these picks to start off. So I'm going to be giving out Grizzlies minus one and a half versus the Timberwolves. I think that they're just the better team in this matchup. Uh, you're getting them out of the all-star break. The line has already moved from minus one to minus one and a half and minus two at some books. The Grizzlies are the fifth ranked team in adjusted net rating at plus 4.6. And while the Timberwolves have had an uptick, they're at plus 1.7 in adjusted net rating. And their starting core is very good. I think the Grizzlies are the better team here, and I'll take them coming out of the break, coming off of that all-star game high for John Morant and Desmond Bain, uh, having a great weekend together. Um, so I'm going to be taking them. And then the second bet is a little bit interesting, and it's not going to be available for everybody. You really have to have DraftKings for this one or a bet that's going to allow you to place futures bets on players' props. And this bet, it's not going to be popular. A lot of you might not like it, but it's going to hit. And the bet is DeMar DeRozan under 28.1 points per game. If you're in my Discord, Sharp Sharks, you already heard this one. You probably already bet it. This is his season-long points per game average. And he's seen an uptick over the last 10 games because he's scoring 35.8 points over that stretch. Uh, the Bulls have had a lot of injuries between Zach Levine missing some time, Alex Caruso, Alonzo Ball, whatever. Um, I just think that this is completely unsustainable. And he's just not going to get the same amount of minutes. He's not going to get the same. He's not going to have to hold the same offensive burden. And he's only cleared this season-long average, this 28.1 points, in 25 of 55 games this year. And 14 of those are within the last 16 games. So I really think this is just totally, totally, totally unsustainable. And I think even if DeRozan plays really well, you know, he's going to still, like, he still might average like 27 and a half points, but that's, you're, you're just not going to get there. I, I think I can only see a downturn from this as, you know, Billy Donovan maybe tries to manage his guys minutes a little bit going into the playoffs once everybody gets healthy. So it's going to be DeMar DeRozan under 28.1 points per game. And with these NBA bets being locked in, it is now officially time to welcome our guest. This is our first episode of cash that on ice. Slapping the ice. We got Maddie Chucks in here at Maddie Chucks, I believe, or Matt. I don't know what your Twitter name is here, Matt, but uh, let us know where to find you uh, and welcome onto the pot. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's actually Maddie Chucks. I actually just changed it like two weeks ago. So that's right, probably where the so. confusion came from. <laughs> but I'm yeah, officially Maddie so. Chucks uh, on Twitter, and that's pretty much the only place you're going to find me right now. But, uh, Seen an uptick of followers, so uh, join everyone over there and uh, let's cash some hockey tickets. Yeah, and get us in uh, the Sharp Sharks Sharp Sharks Discord. We just had a nice giveaway. Uh, we had one of our followers win an NBA jersey, correctly picked Steph Curry to be the All Star Game MVP, uh, and he wanted a Jimmy Butler jersey. So props to him. Uh, respect it. Um, but uh, Matt, the reason I wanted to have you on here. It's obviously NBA has been on ice for a little bit now through the all-star game. I'm going to keep going with these puns so much. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know you're a big hockey capper. I, I'm not the biggest hockey 
uh, watcher. You know, I, I like to watch games when I'm there because it's cold and I'm not going to sweat. But like, what, like, what do you like about it? Like, what's is this your favorite sport to handicap, or like, what's the deal here? Um, I would say it's my favorite sport to handicap, mainly because honestly, most people don't know what the hell is going on in there, and you could just like it's just so not saturated. Whereas in the NBA and NFL markets, there's just so many uh, more yeah. cappers and more things going on to where, you know, I, I love hockey too, as a fan, but capping it's great because I feel like the market is still wide open and there's not many people yeah. who have strong uh, personalities or I guess strong brands out there. So I love watching it. Um, love going to games. Uh, I think, it's not that popular in America because not a lot of scoring goes on. It's kind of like soccer in that aspect. But I mean, who doesn't like to like, you know, sit down, have a drink, see people just run into everyone and, you know, knock some tooth, not knock some teeth out and uh, score some goals. So I love it. I think more people in America need to start watching it. And I think as they just got their ESPN deal this year, uh, more eyes will be on the sport in the next coming years. So I think it's growing for sure. No, definitely. I feel like I'm seeing a lot more of it. I'm seeing uh, a lot more lines for it. I'm seeing a little bit more on Twitter. And like one of the things like I don't, I don't really understand hockey. And like you said, it's not the most popular sport in America. But I think one of the things that's important with it is like, like, I don't even really understand like how to handicap it. Like, I, like I'm assu- like, obviously, like you're picking winners, picking mm-hmm. losers. But like, there, I feel like there's so many different bets that, you know, a lot of people since we didn't, everybody I feel like grew up playing baseball. You played baseball, you watch football every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Everybody's had to like play basketball and even soccer. Like people have played soccer just because it's like that sport that you play in the fall because you're not old enough to play football. But like with hockey, there's so many different things to bet on. Like, is there a particular bet that you like the most? I know Corey likes, I know producer Corey likes the betting on the puck line, but like, is there something that you prefer? uh, Like that is your (laughs) go-to bet. Uh, puck line is a great one. Corey has great taste for sure. Uh, nothing, nothing like it's called addiction, lines. Matt. It's not a joke. Nothing like a good puck line sweat because for those of you guys who don't know, puck line is betting the team to win by more than one and a half goals. So they need to win by two for you to hit your bet. And a lot of times in hockey, you'll see like a team being up three, two, maybe two, one, maybe even four, three. And in, in hockey, uh, it's five on five, but towards the end of the game, usually like the two minute mark, give or take a couple seconds, the losing team will pull their goalie uh, to get the extra attacker, therefore making it six on five and leaving their net wide open. So when I, when we talk about empty net, it's because if the defense gets the puck, they're going to try and shoot it down in the empty net, therefore covering the puck line. And if they don't get it, it's not fun for anybody. But uh, that is a fantastic bet. I think it's getting tougher to find those. Um, as the years, as the season goes on, it's tougher because uh, hockey, if you tie and you go to overtime, both teams get a point. So, you know, they like to just not make any, not make many mistakes in the third period. Um, and then if teams are tied in the third, like 10 minutes to go late in the season, you're not really overcommitting. You're not really doing anything stupid to make you lose. So yeah. there aren't too many chances unless you're up early in the period. Um, I think later in the season, it's harder to get those bets because early on, you know, they're not really worried about it too much, still brand new, but when you're fighting for division spots and you need the points, it's tough to get those. So I like to do those in the beginning of the season, but a great bet for me in general this year has been just over-unders. 
it's been a different year. Last year we had the COVID bubble, so the same six teams played each other the whole year. And it was, it was you know, so weird. It's yeah, it's kind of like a playoff series. You get used to everyone. You understand exactly what every team is going to do. Uh, and it's just like it's tougher to find spots that you like because you know there's hardly any schedule uh, advantages. Hardly any you know team that just can absolutely destroy someone because you've seen this team five times. It's hard to beat a team yeah. six times in a row. So that was tough. A lot of a lot of dogs hit last year. This year's kind of flip the script a lot of overs have been hitting uh usually the line is set at like six six and a half for a good uh like two uh big over teams maybe you'll see a seven sometimes that's but, seven seems wild yeah <laughs> seven like, there's a seven today with the uh, blue jackets leafs and those are just tough i would never recommend betting an over seven because uh, you push at seven i mean if it's four or three it's a lot of goals but i yeah the overs have been hitting uh at a very high clip this year i think just scoring in general it's kind of like it's kind of like basketball in a way where like you know teams are just starting to shoot better you know the game progresses in hockey you know i compare the wayne gretzky era to like the michael jordan era of basketball so like you know you have a bunch Plum of against plumbers players. yeah, yeah. <laughs> plumbers and carpenters and you know guys who just fix sinks for a living and uh playing out there and trying to skate now you have a lot of guys like the average hockey player now is just phenomenal you have a lot of young talent so it's tough to stop that especially on a power play and there's been a lot of penalties because people are just skating faster it's so much harder to you know stay disciplined defensively when someone's flying by you you're going to trip them up Definitely. you're going to get more penalties which leads to five on fours uh and if you have a bad penalty kill you're gonna see a lot of goals so yeah. overs have so been my kind of bet this year yeah, because I know you were crushing uh, that MGM was just laying like the weirdest line of all time for the goalies. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I, like I was betting it and just making a killing off it, but it was like this: the total would be like the team total would be three and a half, but then the opposing goalie goals would be set at like two and a half. It just made absolutely no sense. Like, yeah, I, I don't they, understand how they like had to just get absolutely hosed on that by us. I, I, I think they did, and. Uh... I think when new stuff came out, like prize picks and things like that, came out with more props and stuff, they kind of probably looked at it and were like, oh, like, oh, we're, we're fucking up. <laughs> like, we're so off here because that's going to happen. Where, and like, it was, it was like that part of my mind where I was like, am I, I stared at it for a solid like two days and I was like, am I stupid? Like, am I going to go tell this to somebody? Am I just being stupid? Where like, because you, you never can beat the books, right? Like, it's like when you see no. it, when when you have the edge, it's so rare that I thought I was doing something so dumb, and I was like, "Is this somehow like the opposite team's goals?" And I'm just not is this illegal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did it a couple times, and they didn't fix it. So I was just telling everybody. I think I told you, I told other people, and you guys were like, "I don't know what this is, but we'll see what works." And then yeah, I was like, "All right, whatever. I'll parlay them all." <laughs> yeah. So what happened was they, for the viewers or the listeners who didn't know, the the team total was set like over two and a half for them. It was like minus 350, but the, but the other team's goalie to give up over two and a half goals was like minus 120. So their regular line was three and a half and then two and a half was super juiced, but the goalie line made no sense. And the odds of it like happening, the only way it wouldn't happen is if the goalie got hurt or if or it was goalie got pulled. Yeah. An empty netter, but very rarely in today's hockey, do you see two to one with an empty netter in general? Yeah. So very sad that they fixed that because we were making a killing and uh, for these. Uh... No, that was that was a fun one. That was definitely a fun <laughs> one. Yeah, but they, I, they, 
they definitely Good fixed man. it, but uh, you know, there, there's a lot of spots you could take. You know, they're finally adding uh, same game parlays, which are dumb to take right now because the odds are horrible. But they're at least yeah. adding more features for hockey. Um, shots on goals, a good one. They're getting more points up. You, you can't really do – like for some books, you can't parlay shots for different teams. It's so stupid. But they're, I think they're just, like, not used to it or there's not a lot of money into it. And they're just kind of like, we're not going to give them too many options over here. Yeah. We're just going to – Yeah, like that's hard. It's hard to take a lot of shots back-to-back, you know. Like I don't know if everybody can handle that. So, like <laughs> – I, I just think that, like, I, I, what I'm really curious about is, like, when you're breaking down these hockey games, like, what, like, you know, like, what is your process here? Like, how do you, I don't know, like, what, like, what is making, like, I know you you like to bet totals, whether it's a prop yeah. total or it's a, or it's a game total or, like, goalie total, team total, whatever. What, like, what data are you using? Because, like, I know for the NBA, there's a lot of, like, different resources that we have. But I don't know, are there resources that you really can use for hockey? Because I feel like it's not it's not as, like, readily accessible. And I also don't think it's as intuitive. Yeah, um, it's definitely getting better. Um, a couple of years ago, they started doing goalie saved above average, I think it was, which is, like, so it was, like, the worst information because it was just using, like, the league's average on shots per game and how many they were saving. But it wasn't really showing you the quality of the shots. So – like the yeah. lightning, the lightning goalie Vasilevsky kept having the highest number on that because he was getting the lowest quality of shots because their defense is so good. He was just saving little, you know, little small shots, and his number was insane. But they came out with a new stat called goalie saved above expected, which is based off like shot distance, uh, whether yeah. it was like deflected, like the difficulty of the shot, and that's a better metric to use. And they're coming out with more of those each time. Like there's expected goal percentages because you could have a team, you know, in hockey, you could do a slap shot from the blue line and that's so far away. It gets deflected and it goes in. And that's kind of like, that's not going to happen every time. It's not really a good shot. It's not a bad shot, but it's not an open, you know, in front of the net. Just yeah, good, not great. So there's expected goals, which, you know, judges how teams, they take their shots, you know, from five feet away rather than 20. Um, whether it's open yeah. or not so there's things like that you can look at power play and penalty kill are huge um, there's more data um, where you can see how many times teams uh, commit penalties and if they have good penalty kill units or not or good power plays you know those are good spots to attack because again in basketball you don't see five and four situations of on course. fouls you get free throws you get in hockey to you imagine get two <laughs> in hockey you get two minutes of five on four imagine if in basketball you get two minutes of five on four that'd be, that'd be nuts because so, so where do you where do you get this like where do you get these data points then like nhl.com or like nhl.com actually has a lot of information but the average viewer doesn't really see it because you have to kind of go into like the abyss of stats there's like a more uh, filters there's like a more filters option there's like uh and then you could do different like it says summary, but if you click the summary arrow, there's like days in between games, you know, shots allowed off two days rest, three days rest. Um, it gets more uh, detailed as you go through, but you know, yeah. I just realized that like the, uh, like a year ago and I had to find okay. it myself. Like no one told me, but there's other, there's other uh, sites that will give you like, they'll run their own model and give you like the projected win percentage. And I usually use like a couple of them and I'll see, if I see this, the site has good metrics on things, like if they're goalies, if they're goalie stats, 
show me like their top five, like would be the top five guys. I'm like, okay, I could trust this model. Yeah. I mean, if on the, on the surface, it looks like it's okay. So I'll dive deeper there. There's a site called money puck. That's great. Um, there's that little one site called like 538 that does like all the little models and percentage. Oh yeah. They do everything. I feel. Yeah. I like to just, you know, look at everything. Um, and NHL.com is some great ones. I like to look at, uh, there's, there's a site called, uh, it's actually fantastic. I don't know if it's called, I think it's EV analytics. Um, yeah. EV analytics is awesome. I use it for NBA. Yeah. They have it for hockey and, uh, you know, it gives you like first period, the last 10 home games that they win the total. Um, it doesn't really have yeah. like metrics, but it has good trends on there. So no. I like to look at and it. And I think, it. yeah, I think all this stuff's important just because like, especially now, like I feel like a lot of people are going in and just like blindly betting hockey. And I'm sure this is going to start happening too, you know, like come the playoff time, like when people are like, Oh, like it's hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs. Like I want to bet these things to bet these games. Um, but ro- like rotations change, like it, it gets entirely different. And having this type of information, this type of data to look at is like really, really useful. Cause I know like, um, I use one of the tools that I use is props.cash for MBA. And they mm-hmm. also, we have their bot in our discord, which is super helpful, but they also have, um, I believe that they also have NHL props and they do. so you can see some of the data from there. And like, that's like, I think that that's really helpful because like, I see a line and I'm like, what, like, I don't even like this guy's going to take two shots like two and a half shots on goal. And I'm like, that's like, yeah, sure. Like he, it's like, it's the best player on the, like it's Alexander Ovechkin. Does he still play? But like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, like it's, it's Ovechkin. Like, yeah, sure. Like he's going to go over that. But like, it's the same type of thing with superstars. Maybe you don't want to bet these inflated lines. Um, but those are really cool like resources. So it was like EV analytics, um, 538. And then what was the, money, it was like goalie. money puck. And honestly, NHL.com has like, the bulk of it because they just, yeah, I trust the source um, and they have a lot of information and they don't really do a good job at making that public. But if you dive deep in there, you can see a bunch of things and props.cash as you know, is obviously a great tool. Um, yeah. In, in games. I don't necessarily trust the, like the, you know, he's, he's covered in his last seven home games, even though I will yeah. say in hockey, there's a, there's definitely a home, you know, ice advantage. Uh, more than I think like basketball and NBA does just because maybe some courts like the average court, I feel like doesn't really matter, but you have some diehard hockey fans out there where yeah. even if your team is horrible, they're still showing out unless you're like in Jersey, but if you go to like Minnesota and like other places where it's cold 24 seven, all they do is play hockey. Like they yeah. have some, they have some great fans uh, that I think definitely helped them a little bit, but it's not every team, but I wouldn't say shots on goal. I don't really see how that would translate that well, but definitely like power play percentages and just how they perform. I think there is something to look at in the NHL rather than like an NBA for like home and home and road splits. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it's like, it's like the temperature of the ice. Like maybe it's the water. It's like the bagels. So um, (laughs) who knows? Who knows? Exactly. Um, New Jersey's got the best ice. (laughs) Yeah. We got the best ice. We got the best bagels, the best ice. It's all the same. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's where the devil sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're all licking the ice yeah everybody's like oh my god this tastes like an everything bagel <laughs> people want to play there though they, they, they all love skating on the ice they just can't score yeah like it's it's fine it's just bambi out there um <laughs> but so like i don't know too much like how we're we're kind of we're getting closing in on the trade deadline and then <clears throat> i know that the the playoffs kind of start in a similar time frame as the nba playoffs um 
are there any teams that you're looking at right now? Because we got a question from one of our loyal followers, Chimye, and he <laughs> asked, who do I put my futures on? So, like, who are we putting futures on here? You you know I love a good futures bet. You know, yeah. I, I love those. Um, I actually – I saw that question and I thought about it, and I don't think I can give an answer right now only because the trade deadline can still happen. Uh, there's a lot of teams that got a, that thought they had the team to win it this year and have to sell everybody. And also oh, hockey's, wow. hockey's a sport like uh, like the Blackhawks. Like they got Seth Jones, they got Flurry, and then a couple other pieces, and they're just not good. So for them to keep Flurry doesn't make sense. I think the Oilers or the Capitals are going to trade for him. And then the Oilers become like an instant contender once they get goaltending. Uh, so it's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait for the trade deadline because the abs can get better too. The Flyers have to, you know, sell their whole team and Claude Giroux is going to go and he's like a, a Philly lifer. So they're going to let him go where he wants to go because he's done no wrong to them whatsoever. And he's gone after this year. So you might as well let him go try to win a, try to win a ring. And he already said he wants to go to Colorado, which is the best team in the league. That's so big. If they, yeah. If they can give, you know, a pick or two less, and still get them like that's just stupid. Could so, be an avalanche coming, dude. Snowball effect. <laughs> so it's just like things like that can still happen. And the Flames have won like ten in a row, so everyone's gonna hop on the Flames and say that they're gonna win. Huh. But their odds went from plus like thirty five hundred to plus seventeen hundred. Now it's too late. So hockey's all yeah. about ho- hockey's all about getting you know hot at the right time, as, as are more, like most sports. But most hockey sports. particularly, yeah. I think any team can beat anybody. So if you get a hot team going into the, the playoffs, I think anyone can make a splash. So after the deadline, kind of like in May, is when I think we can get the answer. But as okay, now, no, I, I can't give one. No, I think that's fair. Because um, kind of like what I was thinking, because like, you know, I, I always love that. I think like we could probably put something out there, maybe like right before the playoffs start between the NBA, the NHL, get a little, get a little parlay action in there. Um, you know, I just – put in some bets on the nuggets to win the title. I'm like pretty bullish on them. So maybe we can get, get a, maybe, maybe it'll be a, yeah, but like, whatever. I mean, it, maybe we'll have an all Denver parlay, you know? Uh, I love that. So yeah, a little, Den, little Denver action. Um, so like, I, I don't know, is there anything else that you really find useful? You know, like when you're, when you're handicapping the sport, like uh, I know like a lot of times you've said like, I want to wait for, goalies to be ruled in or out um now like how do you like where do you even see like is that on like the team website like whether they're in or not because i think that that's something I that feel this one like, like okay daily <laughs> face Corey, tap in tap in daily face a good one uh, i i just wrote a wire good old wrote a wire um usually has okay. the same it's the same time same information so whatever your layout preference is basically uh, i like to see face- jerseys it helps my daily face understand things Daily Faceoff also has their line combinations, uh, whereas Rotowire only has their power play lines. So I guess Daily Faceoff would get the edge in that in that sense. Yeah. So you can see where people are playing. So if you look at shot props, you can see who's playing on what lines because they, they do shift around every now and then, especially with injuries. So um, yeah. they're different, you know, week to week. But I would say goalies are huge. It's kind of like I don't want to use like the example of like pitchers in baseball. But, I've seen catchers or something like, uh, <laughs> but it's, like it's, a day game after a night game. It, it's kind of just like, you know, some, some goalies just are not great. <laughs> That's just the way it is. And teams will have, you know, two goalies going throughout the season. 
one will play the bulk and the other one will, you know, sneak in here and there. If a goalie's not feeling right, if they're scheduling, they just make sense for him to play here. Um, some teams abuse their number one goaltender. Some teams have like a tandem one, two. Uh, and, you know, if you could take advantage, like the Predators and Panthers today was a good example because the Predators have Soros, who's like top six in goal saved above expected. But David Riddick is not too good at all. And he's their backup. Booty. And he, and he came in today. And if you got the Panthers at a good price, it was it probably went up a bit because the goalie came out. And also, you yeah. don't want to you don't want to put all your money on a team where you think they're they're like one A goalies starting, and then you turn around and it's one B, and he's given up five goals in the first. So yeah, so like, is it super common on like a back? Did like I don't know, like does hockey play a lot of back to backs? Like basically yeah. on a back to back, you should expect the backup to be in on one of those games. Yeah, so the Flyers had the, supposed to have their back to back and swap their goalies, but. Carter Hart is dealing with like an eye infection. So in this case, he played the back-to-back. Sometimes you'll Got see, it. sometimes you'll see uh, like a team's good goalie, like the Flames, Jacob Markstrom is fantastic. He'll play back-to-back if it's like, if they're Important. on a roll and they're playing well and they don't want to ruin their streak and they got a good yeah. team coming in that they want to see how they're going to face against them because it's a good playoff matchup in the future and they want to see where they stand and they'll play that. But usually throughout the season, you want to, you don't want to burn your goalie out. So what the Leafs did every year was they just drove Freddie Anderson into the ground. He played every single game and then come playoffs time was so sloppy because he played like six shots. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to find a happy medium, but it is very common for a backup to be in. All right, word. Um, and then I'm gonna this I'm gonna field this other question. We got a reply from uh, from Brent on Twitter. He said, uh, do you feel this is a little bit of it's not exactly a hockey question, but it was like you know, you've got getting more followers. Uh, do you feel any added pressure as you see your followers begin to climb? And uh, what's the weirdest DM you've ever gotten after someone tailed a losing bet? <laughs> uh, that, that second one is a good question. Uh, the first one, I feel the same amount of pressure as if anyone was telling my bets because I put my money, my own money down. I know my friends yeah. do. And, uh, you know, as more people do it, you know, I still want to win. I wouldn't say it's more pressure, but I always feel pressure just because I'd almost rather yeah. lose and have them win than me win yeah. and them lose. So it's, I'm, I'm yeah, like, about, I want to be right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I want to, like, if I had to lose $50 every time and, like, them win, I'd probably choose that scenario until I need the money back. But uh, that's kind of, I don't feel more pressure i guess a little bit more as more and more come on but you know hockey's a tough sport to cap so this is a little uh yeah. little i guess ongoing little speech here hockey's a tough sport to cap a lot of puck luck goes into play um you get some yeah. weird rebounds a lot of different deflections uh the best you could do is get your team in the position to make the most of those chances but sometimes a goalie can just save absolutely everything and he was he had 50 shots it. on yeah. him so sometimes yeah. it's going to happen. It's a long season. We're also at the halfway point at the all-star game. The all-star break just ended. So teams are coming back in. It takes like a week or two to get in the swing of things. So, uh, you know, you have to constantly be adapting and evolving. I think that's key. Uh, in regards to the DM question, uh, I don't have one after I lost, but some guy DM me like, I was like last week. Um, th- this must've been his friend or something. Cause this happened so recently that he must just be interested <laughs> me to talk about it. But uh, it was like I got 
I got the follower boost. Also, shout out Nick the Picker, who absolutely gave me a shout out, and I skyrocketed some followers, and he's the man for that. Yeah, but yeah, you can follow got, us. That'd be sick. <laughs> I got, I got like a, a bunch of followers, and I was tweeting a bunch because new followers. I was trying to get my numbers out there. You know what I'm yeah. about. My, my analysis. Engagement. I tweeted a lot that day, you know, to like say I was grateful. And this guy in all capitals comes in blazing in my DMs. And he's like, dude, chill the fuck out. If you're going to like tweet this much and you don't want people to unfollow you, stop tweeting. And then I was like, I was just fooling around. It was like eight o'clock on like a Tuesday. I was just like, I was like, I was like, LOL, I appreciate it, but I'm just going to take advantage of the day and like, you know, just put myself out there. I got to let them all know what it I'm is what it is. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> best of luck, whatever, in all caps. And then he wasn't even following me and he had 14 followers. So I'm like, how is this it's guy? Classic. Like, classic. <laughs> like, classic. Lecture me on keeping followers when he had 14. But I was like, yeah, I like we wish you the best of luck. Yeah, like we did the giveaway, and somebody was like, "That's a lot to do for the giveaway." I'm like, "Dude, it's a giveaway! Like, you don't have to do it. Like, um, no one's putting but, a gun to your head and making you pick the MVP of this game." No, no. So, um, but Matt, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on here. Uh, we'll keep you for we'll keep you for pods and recs, but let everybody know uh, where can they find you. What's your at? Like, give give it to everybody again. Uh, yeah, my Twitter is Maddie Chucks uh m-a-t-t-y-c-h-u-c-k-s on twitter uh you can find me in action here and then um and then that's basically it just focusing mostly on twitter and uh, i have some surprising announcements in the future some more giveaways and uh some big things coming and the up, discord so. what and yeah. the discord and the discord oh, and yeah. sharp and sharks discord. discord if you're not in the yeah. sharp sharks discord uh, i don't know what you're doing uh you have you're joe and in there. you have a bunch of people in there uh, with some great knowledge, it's great interactions. We do giveaways. Uh, we cashed the first to score in the Super Bowl on our first ever squad ride. Yeah, um, yeah, the shiver. We got more. We got the shiver, and we got more coming. So uh, join that if you want some daily interaction from Joe and I. And Corey's in the background, you know, just doing the same thing, just producing and shit. He's not wearing <laughs> pants. All I do is so, take jabs at people. <laughs> it's a good time though. Come through. Yeah. It's free. Just know if you say something stupid, I'm on your ass. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's free. It's free. We got the tools. It's it's pretty awesome. So uh, it's dope. and we Join. got different channels. Yeah, it's good. And we have a NAS we have a NASCAR golf MMA channel. Just just come, just join, and you'll see. Yeah, take a gander. Um, it's, but it's uh, a pleasure, always a pleasure. Have me on again. I'll give the futures after the NHL, after the All Star break, trade, after trade the deadline. trade deadline. Yeah. Yep. So um, with that, you know, it's we're gonna take us to pods and Rex and Corey, producer Corey. How you doing? Tell us, tell us about you. Tell us about your recommendation. So you guys know me. Um, I produce yes, the podcast. Um, I'm, a, I'm a young spry, 30 years old. Uh, Scorpio. Corey can almost do a split. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost do a split. Um, yeah, so that's just a little about me. Uh, last night I went and saw John Mayer and... Oh, I was blown away. He was fantastic. Dreamboat. Dream I boat. know. I would do anything that man asked of me. No restrictions. <laughs> um, so I his drummer. Getting a... What? Getting what? Getting protection. <laughs> I don't like guns, Joe. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, anyway, go. <laughs> his drummer came down with COVID uh, right before the show was supposed to go on. So on the fly, they made a whole new set. So half of it was acoustic, and then Questlove came out. And I'm gonna recommend you stop planning shit. Fuck planning. You can make plans all you want, and something's gonna come along and ruin your plan. Every day I try to get my work done in order that I think is gonna work. It never fucking happens. So I'm gonna recommend you be nice and loosey goosey. I can almost do a split. I'm very limber. You need to be like that in all respects in life. Just like John Mayer, put on a hell of a show yeah. without a drummer on a moment's notice. I can almost do a split. <laughs> That's pretty solid. Thank you. I like that. Um, Matt, do you have anything off the top of your head or do you need me to go here? Are we passing the torch like we're at a restaurant? Um, no, you're well, like, yo, well, like, ask, I'll go last. No, well, what's, <laughs> I have a question. What's almost? How far is almost? What's the level for almost doing a split? It like depends how close on how good your... the knee is doing that day. Uh... <laughs> so... Good knee day, I can get low. You know what? And you know, and you're right about the the plans. I do the same thing. I write my notepad. You know, Corey's just you know that was a, that was some solid advice. I write my notepad, my little planner, and I write the list of things I want to get done. Very rarely does that ever get done to the fullest extent or in that order. Exactly. Fuck your to do list. I'm tired of no. everyone doing that. You know, I'm just waiting for the world to change. You know what I'm saying? You spend time more time management doing is more shit. <laughs> What is time uh, is relative anyway, so whatever. That's right, and it's my cousin. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna recommend that I'll keep it on topic. That because the average viewer of this has probably never watched a full hockey game. I'm gonna recommend that you watch a hockey game from start to finish. Because you literally have to do this today. You have to do it right now. As soon as you listen to this, that day you have to watch it. Or else it yeah, yeah. try not to get aroused. You could even try and, and do a split if you want. Put some John Mayer on. Don't plan anything besides And then the puck around. <laughs> get puffed. Puck around. Get puffed. <laughs> exactly. That's all I got. Look, the NHL is right. in desperate need of goalies. The more limber you are, the, the better your chances. Also, Look, I get it. Also, why don't they just get the biggest sumo wrestler and just put him on the ice and just put him in front of the goal. I don't I don't I've always wondered this. I've always you know sure some this. team in the KHL's tried to do it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Maybe you'd break the ice that way. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> All right, Jesus so fucking have, Christ. So speaking of frozen things, I have one and this actually does require time management. Remember to take your – this is a recommendation to remember to take your meat out of the freezer when you're going to, like, defrost it and, like, so that you have it at an appropriate time. So this actually does require planning. It's worth thinking about in advance. I don't know if I put it in your planner, but, like, at We're least just, like, do it in – yeah, just do it in the morning. So that's <laughs> one recommendation. Second recommendation, we've all heard of Wordle. There is – I was turned on to this by Chimye once again. Uh, and it's called Worldle, and it's it Oof. gives you the outline. As as the people know, like uh, geography is not my strong suit, but it gives you the outline of a country, and then you guess what country it is, and it tells you how far away you are, and then like an arrow in like which direction it is. This I think is like I'm like waiting 
to get one of the one of the countries that was in the former Soviet Union and just make a meme out no of it. Chance, no chance you're gonna get any of the Balkan countries, right? I, I like need I, I need Ukraine. I need Ukraine just to make a meme. Like so I can say Russia and then it's gonna tell me I'm wrong. But like <laughs> and uh, it's just gonna be it's gonna be funny. Um but really though. I'm terrified for World War Three. Let's not honestly, go into that. Honestly, <laughs> Joe, you should probably stream yourself playing it. I'd watch that every day. Just be like, this motherfucker doesn't know where Brazil is. Well, dude, the last two days were awesome because it was uh, it was Sweden and Norway. And I was like, I know these, and they're back-to-back. Like, it was the easiest thing of all time. I was like, oh, I know this country. Um, so you get, like, six guesses. It's the exact same thing. It's crazy. So, uh, like, I would recommend worldle and uh you know get your geography up so <laughs> with that but i will say if it was the soviet union there would be less countries that you'd have to know so, like, <laughs> yeah see what you about like the tenets of communism uh it was just nice for a while there that it was all just one country technically yeah i was like oh this kind of nice that, that area yeah and like it was a massive swath like, like south so Russia, right Yugoslavia. yeah it's it would just be now. right all the time yeah exactly <laughs> so um but really though i hope we don't go to war um anyway for real. that's it for pods and rex that is it for cash that we like thank you glad to have you on here matt uh it's been a pleasure and let's get out of here let's watch some puck Let's watch some NBA and let's cash that. Frozen in silence, facing it alone. Gotta keep my cool, make them think I'm made of stone. It's a game of wills we're playing, our nerves are made of steel. Balanced on the edges of Sing the